100% another big interview on the KFM Top 40 yeah. with Carl Wasty. Hey, Gwen. Hello. Hi, it's Carl Wasty from KFM in Cape Town. Oh my gosh, good to hear from you. How are you doing out there? Oh, it's so beautiful. I mean, we just miss live music and Gwen Stefani concerts, but we're doing fine. We're handling it. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel so lucky to be able to talk to you guys. It feels like a million years since I put out new music. Uh, you know, I've got a whole collection of your music that I actually still play on KFM 94.5. And there's one of your songs that continues to be not only selected, but also rotated on the station. And that is... What is it? It's this one. It's that one. That's so crazy. I think my kids ask me too, like, what do you think your biggest song is? I always say Don't Speak, because I feel like Don't Speak was the one that took us international, like around the world. But I think that that song, Hollaback Girl, it's a, definitely a toss-up between those two. Well, I mean, if I were to give you a little exploration back into the music that, you know, we still have at the station, I think that you'd probably be here till 4 a.m. in the morning. I made me cry i have not heard that song in so long and i love that song do you know how i wrote that song how? I, wrote, I wrote that with tony and i was trying to write mariah carey we belong together i know it doesn't sound anything like it but i love how she does her verses in that song and i was trying to do like that vibe i gotta go back and listen to that that song is so good i love that there song. are so many of these tracks that i'm still rotating that's why i told you let me reintroduce myself i'm like we've been playing you gwen come on we know who you are we love you and we're gonna continue because remember at the end of the day you're just somebody in music and you're just a girl just doing your thing you know uh-huh. well i feel like i might have been reintroducing myself to myself when i wrote that song there we go I was, I was trying to talk myself down a tree like come on let's do some new music what are you doing it's not over till it's over and i really wanted to make music at the time i was just looking at the world it was just so depressing and how music can be so joyful and hopeful and i started thinking about when i first discovered music that was the music to define who I was going to be and that was ska and reggae music yes and, you know I was probably 14 13 and I wanted to make a record that was gonna feel like the way that that made me feel at that time and I feel like that's where this whole thing started you know it was like how do I make a record that feels happy and up-tempo and familiar and nostalgic and I feel like there's like an exchange of love and I wanted to, to consider that when I made these songs because I'm not going out and buying whatever the music in high school I listened to their new record. Like I'm going and listening <laughs> to the old record. So I wanted to make sure that I considered all those things. It's just a really fun, exciting time for me because I just wasn't expecting to do it. Especially like, you know, I have three kids. They're in homeschool. We're in a pandemic. They can't leave the house. And I'm sitting in one room writing a song and they're in the next room on a Zoom doing school. And I have my little one in the bed with me. I wrote Reintroduce Myself in my bed with my six-year-old like next to me <laughs> in a zoom that is so cool so it, 
<laughs> I know. It's like, I feel really proud of it. It's one thing to write a song, but to do it the way that we did it was extraordinary. So now sharing it and talking to you all the way around the world and you're playing these songs, it made it all super worth it. I'm super inspired. Thank you. I'm glad you're inspired. And one thing that I see from many artists who take on reality TV shows like The Voice, there's this thing where, you know, this is my gig now and I'm doing it season over season. And there seems to be such a focus on that reality TV show that I find that sometimes artists and I would put myself in that position thinking, how do I jump back into the music industry and start creating stuff? And also with the industry that changes so often, it's so fickle in that way. Am I going to jump in and not be seen as somebody? Oh, aren't you that girl from No Doubt? You did the Hollow Back song, didn't you? So I'm sure for you, was it that type of anxiety around saying, I'm jumping into this, let me reintroduce myself and see where this goes? Of course. I mean, I think that the longer the 15 minutes gets, the more like desperate you are to want to hold on to it. And there's no way that I wouldn't be honest if I didn't admit that. Yeah. And I think that I, I'm saying that in that song and, and, and in Slow Clap. And I think that the thing is, is that once you taste the blood of success, and like, <laughs> it's not even the success. It's like when you share and pour your heart out in these songs through all these years and you feel that exchange of love with people that actually the songs touch them that feeling is there's just nothing like it so I don't write all the time like I don't hardly ever write like when I'm writing I'm writing example the first song I wrote was because someone had sent me a song that they wanted me to cut and I never get sent songs and they sent me this song called When Loving Gets Old and I loved it and when I went to the studio they said no they wrote this song for you and I was like what that freaked me out I was like that's so cool I love it. I go why am I not writing with them if they could write something for me so I ended up going in the studio with five young guys <laughs> I was like what am I doing like this is so weird and thinking to myself you just try to torture yourself don't you Juan Stefani like you don't even need to be doing this but when I got to the session it was just so cool like we ended up writing a song called cry happy and it was based off of a ton of texts that I had sent to myself that were ideas through the last couple months that I had just been sending myself. That was right before the pandemic. I didn't even get to finish recording it because I had to go back to the kids that day. And I ended up recording it in quarantine when I was in Oklahoma because Blake happened to have an engineer there that I got to hop in the studio and, and record it. And that was it. Once I heard my voice on that song that I wrote, it's like, I can't help it. Like I had to do it. I also do a lot of praying, you know, like a lot of like, <laughs> God, you just show me what I need to be doing next. I surrender to you. And if the music is going to be there and come, like if I'm going to press that music button and it comes out, then I'm going to go for it. So that's how the whole thing started. And I just really can't believe how many songs that I wrote with so many talented people in such a short amount of time on Zoom. And now to be talking about it and sharing it and, and also dropping singles without having the album come out. That's really different for me and really fun and inspiring because I feel like every time you write one new song, it changes just the whole album yeah so it's it's just the first time i've ever done it this way which is just i might as well just keep you know going until if i can drop singles i'll just keep writing maybe i'll put two records out who knows i think that's so. cool at the times we're in I don't think there should be a rule book. There shouldn't be a, a plan for marketing of any sort of music. If you feel it, I'd say drop it and we'll play it. It's as simple as that because yes, that means I we're just getting that. it. Yeah. So I just think I have this thing this year. I said to myself, sometimes I overthink. And in fact, I do it quite often. 
And if I really trust myself, should I not just do something which is screw it, just do it and stop getting in my own way? Yeah, I feel like that's definitely what I've had to do every single time I went in a Zoom to write a song. Because <laughs> you could imagine like when you have a wake of work behind you and you're the hollaback girl or the don't speak girl or whatever that person that you don't know, that you know is going to be super talented and a songwriter is going to think like you're going to come with something and you don't know if you're going to be able to come with something you know what i'm saying like yeah. and you don't know what they're thinking like you don't know what they're thinking about you so you just have to be brave and be like screw it i'm gonna just share my heart with this person and then when you have a song at the end of that like three hours you just look back and go watch like because <laughs> the music is just so powerful like you have nothing and then you have a song that actually captures a little piece of your life for the rest of your life and you know the reality is i don't know who's listening to these songs until i actually go face to face with them live which is just kind of a drop in the bucket of probably the amount of people that have actually heard my music which is bizarre and surreal and crazy to me but i think the reality is that writing the songs you know and yeah. getting them off of my chest and, and sharing them so it's pretty magical i feel really lucky i don't take one second of it for granted i swear to you, <laughs> you know, i can even, tell like i said all you got to do is play the beginning of four in the morning and i was like wow my heart just sunk i i'm still not over that the way i see it is that 2020 has given us the tools that we need to stop doubting ourselves because the entire world descended into chaos and I'm thinking if we are going to be the true phoenix of ourselves, whatever ashes we left behind, those are not ashes. That's rocket fuel for our success. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, when you think about all of the different kind of trials that I've had in my own personal life, I always believe that those are really just given to you as part of your like a test to like bring you closer spiritually to your purpose. And if you look at them like as a gift, as opposed to like something that is, you know, oh, you know, it is a trial, it is a test, but it's part of your growth to become the better you, then you can just look at it like a blessing and that's the kind of the way that I've learned to live my life and it's not easy and it's something I have to practice every single day but I definitely hear you when you say rise above you know and definitely trying to, to live my life in that way. I think you're in such a great time of your life. You're such a family person. You're so anchored and you can tell that in the music and now you can just go out and have fun with the vehicle that you started off with which is music and I just think that every single thing that you dropped it's been amazing. I'm going to continue following so from let me reintroduce myself to this new slow clap joint I think it's going to be so cool to hear some more from you throughout the year so when that album drops I'll be waiting right here in Cape Town on this radio station KFM 94.5 ready to play every single song off that album because that's what people need to hear the whole story the story that I got right now oh my gosh thank you so much I and love you guys love you more cheers Gwen have a great day this is a future chart banger bubbling under on the KFM Top 40 I'll be David you go